a beauty brand for my clients. She does, she's good. So, um, digital marketing for micro slash small businesses. So when I got the topic, I was like, okay, digital marketing for businesses. That's what came to my head. I was like, okay, I'm going to save everybody the hassle of trying to figure things out. I'll just go straight to the sweetest part of digital marketing, which is advertising. Don't be surprised. And um, until our ogre told me that um, she wants me to focus more on micro businesses than small businesses. Then she put it in perspective. Micro business people that have a startup capital of fifty thousand um, and below. Is that the right English? So, um, and I was wondering, and I remember telling AP, like seriously, why would? No, I think I told her. Yeah, it's actually knocked me out of my current reality then. I was like, AB, seriously. Like, we still have people with 50k as their capital. Like, there was a time in my life when 50k was big deal. Like, I was like, I have this idea. If someone can just dash me 50k, I know what I'll be able to do. Like, why did I say that? I think 50k would... We are currently advertising on. Um, we are advertising. Our, we have a product. We have a beauty brand, and we make our own products here in Nigeria. So we spend like we are still testing. We spend like forty dollars on advertising per day. So fifty k will be like three days and some hours just for advertising. So it really made me sit back and think about it. Like yes, fifty k is actually big money. If 50k can, if someone can think 50k would fulfill my dreams, then yes, 50k is serious man. So I have to sit down and I thought about it. Okay, if someone has 50, in fact, that was forget about this topic. The only thing that was on my head is if someone has 50k, as startup capital, not as advertisement budget, capital. This person is going to buy machinery, buy equipment, buy everything. So this person might not even have one cobble to advertise. So. Instead of going to advertisements, I decided to talk about digital strategy generally. So whether you have money to advertise or you don't have money to advertise, what we'll be learning today would work for you. Of course, the goal is always, as you are going to see, the goal is to eventually get to that level where you can use money to advertise. Because doing business without advertising is like intentionally or consciously deciding for yourself that you just want to struggle trust me so uh, we get it you see why i said that so digital marketing for micro small businesses i like talking a lot i don't i don't like talking in public but i like talking a lot so i want this um event is not going to be like teacher student it's going to be like colleagues just imagine we work together and our boss told me, okay, uh, on Monday we'll be presenting on this topic. Like we are colleagues, we all know it. So if you've done business before, can you wait? In short, I was trying to say this session has to be very, very interactive. 
we are all talking, everybody's talking, trust me. So if you have done business before, or if you are doing business currently, if you've tried business, you give up. Almost everybody. Sorry, I want to count to a bit. So, um, doing business before, like, okay, if you've ever sold, and if someone has given you money, even if it's one naira, for something that you do, can you? Not that they said, go and buy Amala, they're not give the change. Like, you offered value and someone gave you money out of your life, even if it's just once. Okay. Are you raising your hand? Yes, she is. Are you raising your hand, ma? So basically everybody. Wow, that's cool. So, I'm in the midst of business people. So what is digital marketing? I need someone to answer that. What is digital marketing? Can we get is the second mic working? Yeah, thanks for helping to pick it. So I'm going to employ you today without pay, of course. So you'll be the one passing the mic. So that's digital marketing. Or AP. Since we work together, come and do the work. Let me give it to her. I'm sure she came here to hide like but well, that's not happening today. What do you tell AP when she wants to hide? Not today. So, um, what's talk? What's digital marketing? What's talk? Sorry, like, sorry, give it to this bros. You have some info on digital marketing. That's what you said. Yes, I was in the audience now. <laughs> so, tell us what you think digital marketing is. Okay, thank you. I think. Uh, digital marketing is a way of, let's say, publishing your product and service okay. online. That's all. Brief. So why can't you call it digital publishing? Where's the marketing? Okay. The marketing comes after the publication, then okay. you get the buying and selling between like okay, the let me help you. You take your product and service. You advertise. Put it online. Okay. Then with the hopes of attracting customers. Yeah. Customers. Okay. Yeah, that's correct, actually. Um, who else? Any other idea? What digital marketing is? Who has attempted digital marketing here? If you have attempted it, that's why not. Not to be selfish, no. So what's the digital market? Quite similar to what you say. But I just think of digital marketing is like taking your market um, to digital space. Taking market to digital space. Ah, bros, you just rearranged the <laughs> question. Okay. So um because of time. Simple. Simply marketing your products and services through, through digital media and technologies. I think it's still very complex, but because I'm still using the words marketing, and I'm still using the word digital, it's still the kind of scam my brother used, digital marketing. So we cannot really define it. So digital media, please take note of this definition. Marketing your product and service through digital media and technologies. 
I'd have said digital media, just intentionally added technologies. So now I'm going to explain what it is. Let's start with digital media. What's digital media? Basically, platforms that are not traditional. You know what digital is? Your calculator is digital. I think we used to have analog and digital calculator when we were in school. Then. Some bad guys in science class would just bring one mad calculator with like 500 buttons. And we're like, ah. So that's still digital, but not media. So what makes this different is what is media? English students, I have two English students, AP and. Sorry, your name again. So, AP and Sophia, English students. What do you think media is? Maybe help us what's media. She's a media person, so she likes media. Um, simply put, I think media is a channel of communication. Exactly. So, your calculator does not, yeah, it communicates whatever you press into it, communicates the answer with you. But your calculator does not communicate with every other person. So, so you have said, can you say, I said I'll be learning from you guys, can you say, omission, communication platforms that are not traditional, it's not in my slide, but please write it away. Digital media, communication platforms that are not traditional. So can you give us an example of traditional communication platform? Radio. So the fact that your radio is digital does not make it digital media. It's still traditional. So, no matter what I've said, traditional media versus digital media. But just to put it in perspective, I'm saying 1900s versus 2000s. Before versus now. What I'm trying to say in this slide is almost every traditional media has its own um, digital, uh, what do you call it? What's the English? Almost every um, traditional platform has its own digital counterpart. English students, please be open me. When I need English, please help me. So, in the past and currently, we have TV. They're even making TV too, sure now. We now have smart TVs and stuff where you can watch Netflix, YouTube, or your TV. But let's just pretend TV is not that cool. So, we have TV, the normal TV, this. Now it's online video streaming. That's the YouTube, the Facebook, the IGTV. You should have included Netflix too. It's part of it. We have radio. You know how to tune in, tune in, tune in radio. If I want to listen to, hope I can mention brands. I'm not advertising anybody. If I want to listen to BTFM, for example, I'd have to tune my radio to their frequency. Now, we can replace that with podcasts. The, the world is going to this on-demand level where I decide radios have their own programs. They tell you 12 o'clock is whatever. The ambassador lawyer, for example. If you miss, if you don't come on radio that time, you've missed that program. But on-demand podcast, even if it was five years ago, you aired your show. All I have to do is type in the URL and your podcast will come up. But the show I missed in radio yesterday, there's no way I will get it back. So that's one advantage of digital media. On-demand um, on demand content. Billboard. Now we have banner ads. Who knows what a banner ad is? 
you go to a website, let's say Linda Cage, for example, there's an advert on top. That's a banner ad. It's the equivalent of the billboard, but you agree it's far better. I'm driving on high speed. If you had one, I'm driving, maybe it's for a few seconds, for a few seconds you catch what the billboard is saying. If I'm the one driving, I don't think I can really catch it because I have to be careful, I have to watch. But this one, you are going to a website, the first thing you see is the banner. So, it makes it better than billboards. The newspapers, nowadays you have the blogs and online articles. Direct mail. This one never really functioned in Nigeria. When you have this poster wherever in front of your door, and when you have a letter, you can pick it outside. Now it's email. Physical networking, like we did before we started, before I started talking. Now it's social networking. Sitting down in this same room, okay, we have how many people here? I can, I can start talking to everyone, one after the other. But if it's social media, I can speak to thousands of people while sitting in my, um, in my room. Physical meetings like this. The equivalent now is online meetings. The Skype, the Zoom and others. A seminar. The 2000 um, equivalent is the millennium. The millennium equivalent is webinar. A webinar is a web seminar. That's how they go webinar. So she could have decided to hold this uh, meeting online. Just give you a link that you click on and join, and you get the broadcast. You get you get you start watching this live. All I'd have to do is okay, it's ten o'clock. Wake up nine o'clock. Take my bath and everything just to look good. Sit in front of my laptop, the webcam. I start talking to you, everybody will be in their own rooms. And you might be like a thousand. So what I'm trying to say is digital media has made life easier. And it's left to you as a business person to take advantage of digital media to promote and grow your business. So digital marketing, digital plus marketing is therefore the promotion of products or services via digital platforms. And technologies. So my topic, therefore, is how to promote your product or service like, of a micro business through digital platforms. The ones we listed, the social media, the the uh, where are they again? So the topic today is how to promote your business via online video streaming, podcast, banner ads, blogs, email social media, online meetings, webinars. So how do you do that? Let's talk about the major digital platforms that your business should focus on. Web, desktop and mobile. Of course, they are claiming everybody is going mobile, but a lot of us still use desktop. So what do I mean web? a website, a blog, whatever. Almost everything, in almost everything digital. Some people even think digital is internet, a website. But digital can be mobile, digital can be search. All these things are in the internet, but they kind of separate them. Then social media. If you're not on social media, if your business is not on social media, well, you're losing out a whole lot. Yes, yes, that reminds me. 
as part of her, she doesn't just write, she also handles her social media. And she's very, very good. She's becoming good. We are teaching her. Then search, like I said, search is very, very big. So when was the last time you used Google or any other search engine? This morning. This morning. How many hours ago? One. When was the last time you used Google? This morning, everybody's searching. Okay, when was the last time you used social media? This morning. So do you have anybody that has searched for an information today? Maybe look up. Okay, this is Dami. This is the person that I want to go and listen to. But hasn't opened social media this morning. Do you have anybody like that? You have not opened social media this morning, but you searched. Okay. Maybe it's antisocial. Okay, so we've okay, but if you have used social media this morning, but you've not searched anything, expecting more people. So yeah, yes, yeah, so most of us are normal. So imagine a social media expert that is antisocial. Sounds so much. If you go to, if you take a phone and go to our Instagram, what you see is our brand. You didn't see our personal. If you send her a message on Instagram, she'll reply in maybe four days. So we still have to be like that. So, uh, so we have to do that again. Wow. So my graphic designer, Philip, was supposed to be here. He did this. One of the reasons I could not send my slide. So, this is too fast. Let's continue talking about. Um, I'll do this all day. Okay, so search an email finally. Email is still, some people are claiming email is becoming old school because it was one of the first, like LS Digital, whatever. But do we have anyone here that has not opened his email this week? You've not opened your email this week. So are we saying everybody here, yeah, every single person uses email? So why are they saying email is becoming old school? Why are they saying email is like doesn't work again? Open your email every day. So what I'm saying is, these are the platforms you have to take seriously from today. Web. I'll still show you how to do everything. Social media, search, and email. So how many hours? Eleven. Okay. I have to know. I have to do that. So. Let me just assume my time is very short. So now my plan is to give you the perfect digital strategy. So if you're not being serious, start being serious now. Market fit. Don't worry, you still understand what everything is. Market fit. You must have the market fit. Then you must have digital your own digital as assets platforms. Of course, you can't own Facebook. Or you can own a page, a profile, an account on Facebook for free. Then traffic. What's the essence of doing business if you're not getting traffic? Then funnels. You must have a funnel, at least one. I'll explain what it is later again. Then you must measure and optimize. I could have put optimization on that, but let's just put them together. 
What am I saying? All your efforts, you have to measure it. Okay. Are they adding up? Are they bringing me nearer to my goals? You have to measure. So, if you notice, you are actually not eating your goals. Even after you've done the strategy and everything, you now have to optimize. Even if you are eating your goals, you still have to look for how to make things better. That's optimization. Are we on the same page? So, um, market fit. So this class is coming to quiet. Let's start talking. Market fit. What's market fit? Thank you. So I'm saying market fit. I don't like keeping secrets. I have 45 minutes more. So the literal translation market fit product with fit market like you it's very easy to decide okay um this business i want to do if your business is not if your business does not fit a particular market then you, have, you don't even have a business of course who is going to buy your stuff doesn't fit anyone what we mean by market here is not Bodija or Ojuri or anything. By market, I mean the. If I say what, I say what is the market your target? What's your market? I'm saying your target audience, the people that will patronize you. That's what we mean by market. And we throw some words around. Tell you, okay, you are in what industry? What industry are you targeting? What industry are you operating? What market are you targeting? Beauty is a market. It's an industry. It's also a market. Um, what else? Furniture. It's a market. The market that consists of people interested in buying furniture. So a market fit is basically all about the right product or offer and the right audience. Offer is different from product. Hope you know. Offer is different from product. What's the difference? The product, this mic is a product. But how you present it is the offer. Buy this microphone for 55 naira if you place your order between today and tomorrow. After tomorrow, it becomes 550 naira. That's an offer. So, just there's a clear difference. So, when you have the right product or offer, and you have the right audience, and you have the market fit. Your product fits the market. The market wants your product. It's basically a great offer. Wow. Okay. I think I'd have to look for a way to stop this. They are very distracting. So, your market fit is basically a great offer. A product or service that your market wants. I don't want to go into business one-on-one here, but did you realize I wrote a product or service? I did not write a product or service or service your market needs. And of course, the market, you understand, it's not budget. So what do you think is the difference between the product your market wants and the product your market needs? Who can help you? 
tell willingness your customer's willingness to actually get it for what they need they may actually need it and not be willing to buy it but when they actually want it they want to buy it sorry remind why why did i give you the microphone she's an advanced audience so it's true she has given us the ujo the truth is if you have a headache before you go and buy paracetamol or before you pay to see a doctor to take time the headache might have started knocking you literally you are feeling it but chocolate you just want to go and buy pure water somewhere and you see chocolate just some chocolate lovers know themselves you can spend your last couple on chocolate but when you have a headache paracetamol it doesn't even come to your mind which one do you need paracetamol but you want chocolate so you are spending money so this one ujuro you should take along sorry orijo i'm going to revise confusing so the orijo is people would pay more for what they want than what they need makeup sells more than um what what's related to what's the lady supposed to be buying that she's not buying that she doesn't know what 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 am i doing it? okay whatever wigs will sell more than wigs makeup all those vanity things they would yeah they would sell more than things like um um gym registration the gym registration is selling now why it looks good on social media selfie and stuff not because it's going to help you lose any weight so saying everybody must chop when you are hungry when you are very very hungry you think of puka when you feel like going out you think of restaurants where you have to pay 5k and you know in your mind of mind that your food is smaller than that puka in your but you just want that the ambience the food the, something can snap and upload so if your business i'm not saying it doesn't mean it doesn't mean you would if you are selling needs doesn't mean you'll be poor or something you just have to be smart enough as a way to position your business as a want so there's not a discussion for that so i just thought i should give you that and so that you know why i wrote what the market wants not what the market needs my mentor would give one great example people that are just finishing secondary school what do you think they need someone that is finishing that is just leaving secondary school what do you think is the next life decision they should make university makes sense but which one do you think they would go for if they if they have two opportunities and they have to choose one one pass jump two get visa to america sorry the visa the person gets is not sure that one job is waiting there does he have admission what do you think that person needs what's the most important next step is it not to further your education or this person would rather live like so if you are selling two books one is how to write how to pass your job and get admission to university and the second is how to get visa and go to america which one do you think would sell naturally 
the visa stopped outside. So that's just a typical example of need versus want. So let's go back to our topic. So you must have a great offer. Remember, the first thing is you must have market fit. Like, what's the essence of the digital marketing wahala if you are selling someone that something that nobody wants? So it's not my job as a marketer to help a client fix their offer or fix their product. That's not my problem. But I, it's still my duty to at least remind them that or oh, that your product is good. Because it's going to bite me. If you pay me money to market your stuff and you're not getting results, of course you think I'm the problem. So for you to, no matter what you're doing, make sure your offer is great. So what's a great offer? Can there be a perfect offer? Simple. So a perfect offer is the right product at the right price. I told you about this, Mike. Presented to the right person. In fact, I can switch right for perfect. Perfect product at the perfect price, but we know nothing can be perfect. So the right product at the right price, don't deceive yourself. If your stuff is not worth 10,000, I don't call it 10,000. If the right price is 500, sell it 500. How do you determine price best, basically? So right product at the right price, presented to the right person with the right messaging at the exact right moment. Right product, check. Right price, check. Right person, check. Right messaging at the right moment. There's always a right moment. That's perhaps the hardest. No. For example, if you want to sell your paracetamol, make sure it's when the person is having a headache. So what do you think about this? Now you can see the clear difference between product and offer. Product is just one out of one, two, three, four, five, out of five things that constitute an offer. So if I say choose the most important, So opportunity to talk. We have five things. We have five things. Product, price, person, message, and moment. So, if God should come here now, my child, out of this five, I want to give you three. Oh, God will give you five. Well, let's assume. No, okay, sorry. Let's leave God. If, um, what's that magician? The, the genie that comes out of, is it Alibaba? What's that movie? Old movie, yeah. So if you have one genie that's then you choose three out of five people. Three people. If you are not volunteering, I'm going to pick around three people. Three people to tell me the top three they will choose them. Okay, you look like you want to answer. I think I'll choose the right person, the right message in the right moment. You. the right moment, right price, right person. Right price. Sorry, open. No, you're bringing the shopper down. So, moment, person, price. You, moment, moment, messaging, person. I'll choose the right product, the right person, and the right moment. We should, we should do a series called Moments. I'll choose the right products, the right person, and the right moments. Who else? 
Same thing, product person moment. So product person moment is winning. Wow. Product, right messaging, right name. Product messaging, right name. Product price person. Product price person. Product price person. Product person messaging. Product person messaging. Product person messaging. Okay. So I'm interested in knowing the three I'll choose. Okay. I'll choose a. Uh, just three is hard though. I think I need just two actually. Person messaging. I don't know which choose amongst this. Person messaging. I don't I don't need others actually. Maybe but why is everybody saying moment? You are actually influencing my decision. The moment, the money. Nobody seriously wants anything. They only seriously need it. Okay, they can seriously want it, but it's not as deep. As they are saying, wants are things that you can live without, you won't die. Needs are things that if you don't get them, you might lose something. I want to the reason why I product, Yeah, personally, I would want to choose product person messaging, but you people are making me think about moments. Like, moments are actually cool. But the truth is, these two are the most important. Trust them. The only reason they can dupe you is because you look like someone they can, you fall within their whatever, someone they can do. And because they are telling you what you want to hear. So if I'm going to rank it, number one is messaging. But let me just say number one is product and messaging and person. Why? It's the person that will determine the messaging. So I can still put the person as number one, messaging as number two. See this one, eh? Zero. Last. Trust me. She's a witness. I have one product. We've sold it four five. We've sold it nine thousand. We've sold it eleven thousand. Currently, we are selling it fifteen thousand five hundred naira. It's a black soap. Yeah. It's a black soap. Black soap. I want to believe my customer is not here, but the truth is, I buy it. We buy the soap. Each each would maybe one hundred fifty naira is the main content of the soap. But we had other things. We have to hire a botanist. So we had other things. Those other things we can put it in water and it will still work for you. Or put it in soap so that you can use it. So those other things are the most important part of it. But like my pastor will say, everything you pay for, you pay for ignorance. If you buy bread today, it's because you know how to make bread or you don't have the time or whatever. You are buying these clothes because you can't create it from scratch. So we pay for ignorance. So we can charge so much because the plants, the apps we add, the apps we add are actually special. Like I can say 
almost nobody in the world is adding them. But guess what? Even those apps, I don't think combination of the two, three, three apps we use, if it's about price, they are not up to 100 now. Yes. I'm saying it's 15,500. And, okay, so. From the time we sell, we sold eleven thousand and fifty-five. We sold almost hundred. So price does not matter at all. Forget price does not matter. It matters like if we're selling five thousand more people would buy. Now is sure. We do need everybody in the world to be your customer. So if I would, the funny thing is when I started the e-commerce, that was actually important. Of course, even the stuff I was importing was seventy something cents, not even up to one dollar. And I was selling it to for thirteen thousand euro. So when I was selling thirteen thousand euro, the it's casted, we use the word cast. Other people started selling the soap online. I, mean, I was using Facebook ads, phone ads, and all that. Those ones are selling on Gigi Konga Junior, it was cheap. I was going to reduce the price until I read my mentors book. You can get the book, small business, big money by Akin Alabi. Need to get a book. It's five K on Konga. I read that book at the point where I was thinking, okay, let me reduce the price. And I decided after reading it, and I saw that he said, never engage in price battle. Trust me, the things I was selling, they were selling it on Konga six thousand, and customers would tell me, ah, I saw someone selling it on six thousand. Okay, go ahead, you're free. You can buy it. You can go and buy it today. Our own is 13,000 euro. And I put some salesman or jewelry there. But you know, I won't be responsible for whatever happens on your skin. You have to be careful. The skin is delicate. You have to be very careful what you put on it. But I can only guarantee my own product. And when you put it there, you are safe. Blah, blah, blah. blah. And she bought my own. But I wouldn't have cared. Someone else would buy. So, never engage in price battle. And number two, if I'm the first person telling you this, just let it stick. Price does not matter at all. It's not like you now say you want to sell 10 euro for 10,000 euro. Doesn't matter as in at least still the same range. Right person, no, you can't play with it. You can't play with it. So we use, I'll show you the funnel we use. So we use um you have to download a free ebook. We use ebook to sell soup. You have to download a free ebook before you can even see what we are selling. So um as at last count about twenty twenty three to twenty five thousand women, strictly women, have downloaded our our ebook. But I can't say one thousand five hundred of them are customers, no. So I say I have like 20,000 people that have not bought from me. And every Tuesday, we send them blog posts. We give them tips. I have testimonials that the tips you share with us have transformed my skin. No, you're welcome. Fine. You don't have to pay me. One day, one day. She's already owing me now. One day, one day, she will pay me. Now, just the one Ramadan sales. What you have been buying 15,000, I'm selling for 7,000. More people will buy. But it's, I'm storing them up. I have people that have been on my list since 2017. Like hundreds, thousands of people that have not bought from me. So it doesn't matter. 
they are not the right person. The right person has the money and wants it. And we have hundreds of messages. Um, I don't have money now. Because of course, when you enter my list, I follow you up, I do follow up, I send you follow up messages for like 50 days. Not every day, about 15 messages spaced between 50, 50 days. And when I said I don't want to buy, I now start giving you discounts. The last three days I give you discounts. Many people think you discounts. So, some people tell me I'm a student. I have to increase the age. Yeah, I got everything from advertisement, mostly. 99.7% of my audience get them from advance, Facebook especially, Facebook and Instagram. Some people tell me I'm a student, I can't afford it now, blah, blah, blah. Some people are even telling me I'm saving up for this. Of course, it's my wife's name and it's because a woman's industry. Um, some people even tell me I pray God blesses me financially so I can afford your product. They just reply them, Amen. So, there are too many people out there for you to not be reducing your price because someone is not patronizing. I'm tempted to reduce my price, I don't like to. But it's about mathematics. How much am I spending? Am I making profit? Is it the kind of profit I want to make? Do I have to get more people? Well, but most times, price is not inconsequential. Right person is more important. The right messaging is... Right person is very important, but I'm tempted to say this is the most important. It's like sales, you just want to hear the right things. When you hear the right things that will move people, that will incite people to, to act. But unfortunately, we are not talking about right messaging today. So, right moment. Um, well, I don't know. If I'm selling an anti acne soap, I think the right moment to sell to you is when I see that you have acne in your body. If I'm selling food, the right moment is when you're hungry. The funny thing is, many people that buy are just thinking, what will I eat tonight? They're not even hungry yet. The right moment is funny. But the most important is right product, right person, right messaging. Why? Okay, you must be wondering why. Why is nobody curious as to why I was not amining on right product? So, like I said, I was important. Like, I was making good money, more money than I'm making now with our own product, like serious money. Then suddenly the manufacturer in China said they were no longer producing the product. That affected, like the business almost died for three, four months. We had nothing to sell. That was tired of importing. That was when I felt, okay, let's start making our stuff by ourselves. But guess what? The same blog post, the same ebook they were downloading, the same everything. I was using the same system I was using to sell the one I imported. It's the one I'm still using to sell the one I make locally. Why? Who can guess why? Like, why would something that I was using for an imported product work for the same thing I'm using for a local product? And trust me, I can use it to sell many other things. What's that? The message has to be seen. It's always about the person. Well, let's say the problem. The problem is the person has a problem. The person will get angry, but this is not the person. Still the person. So, I'm solving the same problem. If I sell you Fanta and you buy, the same thing I said, can either still sell you Coke because it's soft drink, or can sell you an orange juice because Fanta is orangey? 
depends on the angle I came from. So instead of giving myself wahala of, okay, uh, normal human being like, ah, what next? What is selling now? Super aslano. So either I buy another soap, like this this kind of soap, or I look for something else that is hot. But I had like as I then there were like seventeen thousand people that registered that signed up to my list with expectations. All I had to do is just to replace what I was giving to them, the offer. All I had to do was just replace it with something similar. My business continued like nothing's boy. So the right product, the only thing that makes that product right is the right person and the right message. So that's why I said I would go for just two. Now, how do you ensure market fit? How do you ensure your product is the perfect fit? Of course, research. I just put market in front of research. And remember, market, well, market research is wide. When I mention market research, I'm sure most people here, the first thing that will come to you is research your competitors, your product. But no. No. It goes back to this. All your research should be around this person. Your customer should be watching your research. Computer research is later. Later. In fact, I might not even send it. And guess what? Even if I do computer research, is to look at how they are selling to that person. See, this person is the most, this is your or guys, your CEO. Like I tell my people, this is our guy. I might be the CEO, whatever. But this person can fire you, can fire me, can fire everybody. This person is very powerful. I'm just lucky that it's not just one person. So, when you're going to do your market research, focus on that person. What are his wants or wants, desires? What are their fears? Oh, that, that stuff is powerful. What do they fear? What problem keeps them up at night? When they wake up, what's the first? Huh? Another day, this thing, God help me. What's that thing? When, they, when someone tells you I'm depressed, what's that thing that is making them depressed? The answer to that is enough to make you as rich as you want. If we are not lazy, humans are lazy. So, market research, the most important part of it is your audience. Like I told you, market is the people. Like they were saying in church, the church is not the building, it's we, we, the people. It's the same thing. Market is the people, the people that make up the market. Research those people, they are your bosses, love them. Then, customer avatar. What's a customer avatar? Sorry, I should have, a, I should have had an example. The customer avatar is you profiling. Can you see you are still going back to that person? You profiling your customer age. Okay, some people came to see me in the office yesterday for consultation and I was like, okay, they are selling forex, forex services and stuff. Like okay, so who do you guys sell to? What do you do? Hey, basically everybody, male, female, everybody, everybody. Okay. 
But the truth is, everybody is not your customer. At the end of the day, why they were talking, it now became my own assignment. I was now jotting, I was sticking, I was jotting, I was sticking. Like things they were saying. At the end of the day, I told them, okay, if you want to restrategize, you want to launch an online campaign, but when you want to advertise, you decide who you should advertise to. May, graduates, Lagos. So you have to be that. Everybody, everybody can buy from you, fine. We are not doing business for everybody. You want to target the main people, the 20% that will bring your 80% money. The funny thing is the other 80% will bring just 20%. You want to focus on that 20%. That's why you want to have a customer avatar. Maybe before I leave, I will show you um, a worksheet I use. That's name, something you can do yourself. Name. It's crazy, she. Like, sorry, I want to do business and ask me a name. Which name fits? If I they say maybe my beauty business, I should look for a name. Also, for any female that, in fact, some people are crazy. Like, you know, in both, they are serious with names. So, if you want to sell to 60 year olds, for example, maybe I don't try this. You Google name of a 60 year old woman. The first one that comes out just chooses that name of your custom. So, me, I can just say, okay, no. I can't even give my customer a Yoruba name. Trust me. There's others. I think people, people, people in the East, we've shipped more to the East and Abuja. So, I'll look for a random Igbo name. Let's say, um, hmm? let's say Uche. Yeah, I think I must have said to an Uche before. So, it must be that. Okay, I launched some, even after all these things, after knowing all these things, I launched one business, like information product last year. And after it failed woefully, and I sat down to check why like, I did the diagnosis and everything. I felt I was not specific enough. But if you see my worksheet, you think, yes, this guy was very specific. But I knew I was not specific enough. Why must you be specific? Because in your messaging, you have to be talking to that person as if. You know the person. Forget, yes, okay, my my audience is tall. You know short people to be back. Because it's tall, you can write things like imagine you get home and you're trying to reach for the um, for the top of the shelf. You're not saying you are tall or you are short. But a short person cannot relate to that because how many short people can reach the top of the shelf? But a tall people a tall person, sorry, would easily relate that okay, yes, I get to my reach. That's just an example. But because you know most, like 80% of your customers are tall, you don't care. Everybody's not your customer, please. Remove that thing from your head. If you've always had it. Yeah. Now everybody, they chop. That's why I'm having a restaurant. Who are you advertising to? Everybody. Sorry. A class, a particular class of people would fall into people that can buy your stuff, that can eat your food. There was one day, I was eating in, sorry, sorry, no disrespect. Like, I was eating in a one UI restaurant around there. And it felt like I was eating shit, like, sorry. It was so disgusting, like, and when I was a student, I used to love food like this. So don't say everybody's your customer. Some students see your food as overhyped. There are some people, when you tell them what I sell is 50K, they will feel, ah, for this thing to be 50k, it can't be quality enough. 
But you are saying I want to use it to fight because so that everybody will buy. Ah, so you are not in this world to come and suffer for everybody. Jesus has done that. He's died for everybody. So just do your own work, make your own money. Then you have to um, product or service. You come back there. How to ensure market fit? You have to be at the end of the day. You can't discount product or service. You know the problem. You know the person. Now, what can what can I offer this person or make him buy? That's where product and service comes. In fact, my mentality has changed so much that if I find a new entrepreneur that wants to start out and I don't have any idea what I can offer, I'm taking on grants. Because once you have an idea what you can offer, that will just be your head disturbing. Don't bother. Choose a market. Forget about product. Choose a market. Okay. Those that have big tummy. That's your market. Fine. Now let's go and research those that have big tummy. Number one, why are they having big tummy? Number two, do they even want to reduce this tummy at all? Number three, how easy is it to help this person reduce his tummy? So it's always about that person. When you say, okay, market fits. But I say, this people. I actually have a product we are working on that reduces tummy. I'm not kidding. So, market fits. Yes. These people, it's like, anytime they want to take selfie, they are like, mm. I'm going to take So, it might be a good market. They are vain enough. Seriously, I've been mentioning vanity. 15 minutes, I know. I've mentioned vanity. But vanity is actually very, very good. A very, very good emotion to sell to. Vanity. Ah, you want to look better than your neighbor, don't deny. So, once you have your person, you have uh, basically, so market research, competitors too, you have to check them. What are they selling? How much are they selling? Now I'm going to start rushing because I've just picked a minute. If you don't mind. I hope you've learned one or two things. So that's my joy. Now, we move to digital assets and platforms. Basically, you need platforms for running and promoting your business. Especially to serve as a link between your business and your customer. Like your audience in general. So you found this person. You now have a product. How does this person, how do you attract this person? How does this person get to see your product? Of course, since we are talking digital marketing, it has to be a digital asset or a digital platform. I don't know why this guy put social media there. It's like it's jumping gun. So basically, the website, since we are talking about micro micro, you can actually open one for yourself under 5K. How how possible? Hosting. It's like ten, ten dollars. Mm-hmm. Well, that's like three thousand something. And some hosts would give you free domain for one year. So hosting and domain covered. Next, data towards YouTube. My site, Renegade Commerce. I built it myself. From ground side, like I've had sites in the past that I had to outsource. But then I was really, really broke and we were preparing for a seminar. That was 2016. We were preparing for a seminar. People were pinching. People were going to be 5K per person for the seminar. 
I didn't know was coming, so I had to just put something up. And when I started getting to okay, point name I just went to watch YouTube video. Then my host, the site I was buying it from, they had videos, tutorials. So what am I saying? You can watch instead of hiring a graphic designer, you can watch tutorials. Once you get a website, you get a free thing. Everything is online. Everything is online. Especially YouTube and Google. Yeah. Then blog, make sure you have a blog. It comes free with the website. I'm not teaching you how to do that. So go and Google it. Then make sure you have social media accounts. So the website is for showcasing your products or services. The blog is for attracting people, educating people. You see the strategies on. Social media accounts, of course, to attract more people to communicate with the audience. Email service communication. You can start out for free. There are many email services that will tell you. MailChimp, for example. If you have below, I think below 2,000. Yeah, thank you. If you have below 2,000, you can use their service for free. For you to think about it. If you are getting, to, I left MailChimp when I had 5,000 because it was becoming expensive. So, a business that is serious, that is following this strategy, before you get to 2,000 or 2,000 capacity, you should have made some money to be able to pay. You should have made some money to be able to pay for, to be able to upgrade when you start having a larger audience. Then creatives, your graphics, your content, your copy. Yeah, I use graphic designers, I use I have content people, but it was not like that when I was starting out. It wasn't like that when I was starting out. You can do your stuff yourself. One of the most, one of the ugliest graphics on our social media has the highest engagement. Yes or true? The day I saw it, I called like, seriously, just no graphic, just list. tiny, not readable. Yeah, like, something like, it's like organically without acting. Seriously? And my graphic designer will sit down and create something. I'll be like, ooh, very fine. After 48 hours, I'll likes. So nobody cares. You're solving a problem. When we share skin care do this, do this, without any picture, it's having likes. So when you know your audience very well, it makes your work easy. You know what they want. Just focus on what they want. What is gratis, blah, blah, blah. The most important is content and copy. Trust me. What's the main between content and copy? Content. Content and copy, they are both content. You know what content is? Whether written, text, or video, or infographics, or audio. Something, a form of communication with your audience. That's content. Copy is content that's trying to sell. I started out, okay? So uh, we have two freelance writers here, uh, self and this lady. So the first I ever did online in my life was freelance writing. And when everything never wrote, I was going to start all over. I had to go back to freelance writing. So um, to, when I wanted to upgrade my writing, I took a training on copywriting. It's copywriting. I felt copywriters were the richest people and blah, 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 blah. And it's true, actually. The richest writers are copywriters. Not in Nigeria, sure. So, <clears throat> next in our strategy is traffic, yeah? 
Sorry. Market data, huh? What's next? Assets, then traffic. Yes. So you have the assets, you have the website, you have the blog, uh, you have blog, you have social media, everything looking bang like you can't wait to show show it off to maybe your mom. We have to send people. You need traffic. There must be at least one reliable source of traffic. What's traffic? Inflow of potential customers, not customers. I wish it was that easy. Potential customers. If 20,000 people have signed up on my site, how many people do you think have gone to my site generally? Long I checked, I've not even checked it this year. But it's be like 8,500k people. You must have a flow of potential traffic to your business. People must see your content. People must see your products and services. People must see what you have to offer. That's the essence. That's why I said traffic is the lifeblood of your business. Can you see? Still going back to people. So yeah, traffic sources you can. Social media, ads, email, search engine, other websites. It is what do I mean? From social media you can get traffic, whether it's organic or paid. From adverts you can get traffic to people. Traffic, what's traffic? Trying to get eyeballs on your stuff, on your content, on your site, on your products, on your services. So social media can give you that. Overdose of that. Ads, email can give you that. That, um, for example, something happened to my email. I use Sendy. I don't use MailChimp again. So something happened to my email uh, service recently. That's a lot of wireless. So it's no longer delivering like before. But there was a time I was having 50-something percent open rate. What do I mean by open rate? We have 16,000 people active. Of course, some don't subscribe. But the ones that are still active, we had 16,000 at the point. And that was when the product was no longer, we could not find the product again. So anytime we post on our blog, we send the broadcast to our email list. That, okay, there's a new post on the blog. Go and read it. Trust me, without advertising on any other platform, thousands of people will go and read. We have like dozens of email replies, dozens of comments. There was a time they told me over 8,000 people, about 9,000 people, 60% opened it, about 9,000 people opened it. So, because I've built it over time, in the minute traffic on my site, there's something you want people to see. I just sent an email and people go there. Because they already know our brand. So email is a good source of traffic. That's your own email. Of course, you can pay other people for their email to send to their list. Then search engine. Now the day I just realized search engine was sending traffic to us. I have five minutes more. No, African time day. So um, I realized search engine was sending traffic to us. So I tried to check. So there was this post AP wrote then on um, how to buy moisturizers in Nigeria. We just wrote it because we're having too many questions. When we tell people, just sometimes all these beauty products tend to dry out your skin and people ask us which moisturizer can we buy, we almost had no answers there. So I tried to do research, did the research, and I wrote, like, if anybody asks us, I want to buy moisturizer, just tell them, query this, uh, this article. And if you want to reply to them, at least we have a resource which can get points. 
So I was now checking my analytics and I was seeing traffic like and I saw the keyword. Some something moisturizer like serious. And I search buying moisturizers in Nigeria. And our site was number one on Google. I'm like, you can't do what I saw, blah, 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 come and see this one. And you're like, no way, no way. Like, we were shocked, we were surprised. Now I realize a lot of people are actually looking for good moisturizers in Nigeria. Now, we have our moisturizer that we sell. We've not updated. We've not even changed it. Sometimes we are making money. Don't be serious. So what I actually did is we used the moisturizer to... Now, I told you we moved from 11000 to 15 5. So I was offering free moisturizer as bonus. I didn't say moisturizer is so, so pricey. Soap is 11. Because I know people say, I want to buy soap alone, which the problem which we still have it. So I soap is 15 5. Moisturizer is free. It's bonus. But the thinking is, when someone sees that price, they're like, mm. they're, ah, this soap is expensive. Ah, I'll get the free moisturizer. And I wrote it in my copy. Uh, it means at least for one month, you won't have to spend extra money on cream. Like your cream and soap has been taken care of. Mm-hmm. But what am I saying? Our plan is we listed every, every other person's moisturizer. I was in Lagos and someone was like, You should be sending moisturizers. Like one of my others, when he saw that we were getting traffic on moisturizer, you should be sending moisturizers. So now, if someone comes on my site from a search engine looking for moisturizers, by the time they read, I list all the moisturizers and I'll tell them, okay, you want the best. So, so it's the best, organic, made in these are the ingredients, it's the best moisturizer, it's better than all these chemicals I've listed above. The person, if the person really wants it, and that kind of search traffic is very powerful, why? They are looking for something. It's not like someone is scrolling through his Facebook feeds, looking, trying to know what's up with my friend. Is my friend now better than me? Am I still better than my friend? Are you now put your iPhone and buy soap? Yeah, are you mad? But this person wrote it in Google. I want moisturizer. And Google sends person to your site. So that's why you must take such engines seriously. Because the person most likely has buyer intent. The keyword is buying moisturizers in Nigeria. If it's moisturizer in Nigeria, the person might not have buying intent yet. When it's like something review, buy something, how much is something, that person wants to buy. So that's why you must take search engine seriously. There are other websites. Okay, I wanted to launch one product to actually failed January this year, first failure of the year. So I paid Nigeria loaded 50,000 to advertise. My own style, I'll show you my funnel. You have to download something first to know that you are serious or not. Over 200 people downloaded, not one person bought. But that's not where I'm going. Um, other websites can send traffic to you. Either you pay them or you do extra, you bribe them, someone, someone, or you spam them. You realized someone act. Yeah, our site was hacked. We paid to sign it. They say, Success attracts whatever. So, the other sites, maybe because it's having some search engine. That was the time Google even penalized us. It was no longer showing our sites. The one that appeared was that moisturizer. We're no longer showing because someone hacked our site and put bad content on it. So, yes, was it yesterday? Yesterday, he just called me. So, I can see three new posts on the site. 
That's not from us. There is it on our page, on our home page. He said yes. Imagine we posted something on Tuesday. Imagine a beauty brand post something, and they are posting other topics that are not why because they just want Google. Because they believe okay, our site is getting favor from Google, and they want to put their content there. So I don't know. So it's a very bad point. But I was trying to say anyhow you can, even if it's hack. Just make sure you get traffic from other websites. So two types of traffic. We are going to spend a lot of time on traffic. Out of the time we don't have. We still spend a lot of time on traffic. Why? Because you coming into business as a micro business owner, someone that is just starting from scratch, that does not have the 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 luxury of two hundred K, five hundred K capital, traffic how to get traffic because traffic is basically your business potential traffic you get someone that can that can a potential buyer people that can buy that's the only time your business can grow so there are two types of traffic we have organic and paid organic built over time without paying for it that's traffic you get at without spending one naira on uh, ads then the other part pay traffic of course traffic got in exchange for money so whatever you do as a business person you want to get traffic whether it's for free or paid so which one should you aim for both are necessary you have you need a balance of both like i told you me i was selling soap google was sending me free traffic for moisturizer both are needed both are good for example when i was going to launch there's something called validation as an entrepreneur you have to validate your product before you invest in it. So I wanted to start selling black soap. You're selling imported something. I want to start selling black soap. But we had email. Our email stuff was already whether it was actual, it was affected. I don't even know. It was no longer doing well. From me, that was having thirty something. If I had seventeen percent open rate, it was like failure then. So. Um, now, as I did, as I then we're having like three percent, two percent. I'm just one that is strong, so seriously, should have been depressed. Even with our two three percent open rate, when we're going to launch the black soap, we launched it with our email list. We didn't spend money on advert. That was when we were selling for four five. And trust me, we made over two hundred k. If I make over two hundred k with two percent open rate, imagine it was three percent open rate. That's an extra zero. We have made over two million naira. Trust me. So that's how powerful traffic can be. So both are necessary. You use money to build your traffic, but you maintain. Some people just be selling soap directly on Facebook. I see things people just sell directly. You just sell your ads on Facebook. They buy and they go. You don't even have their details. The only detail you have is the phone number they use to order. You're not building a business. You're just hustling. Just imagine when, why we're launching. And when you want to launch, you keep sending the message every day for like five days. So more people keep opening. That's how we can, with that little open rate, that's how we can make at least that much. Well, it's not depending on it to armor. Just know that it validates. But it would have been good. Imagine it was when I was still having 40%, 60% open rate. Before we know it, before you even spend money on that, we have, we even have enough money to spend on that. You just be feeling like one people like should, should I put one million naira on there? When you make like three million, you put one million naira on Facebook, use one million naira to do fine boy. Check it. 
So, uh, paid is best, absolutely. Both are necessary, both are good work. Paid is best. It all depends on the level you are in business. In terms of two things, money and skill. If you don't have money and you're starting out, focus on organic. Don't stress yourself. Organic now also. Also. The funny thing is most of the successful people on social media today are organic. They start from scratch. Reposting, using hashtag, doing this, scamming people's comments. Tune there not to share. Naramali is taken to prison. Someone will be there. Buy your uh, wig. Well, everybody is saying, ah, God, we have Naramali. And someone will just see uh, custom cars so that cheap. They're not sending. These guys are hustling. They want you. If you have a serious problem, if I use my copy like that, trust me, I will get people. Why? We are fighting for attention. You are reading it. Every time your phone lights dies, you see the big pimples. Why you are scrolling, you see? Do you have embarrassing pimples? Like, go pause. <laughs> Do you have embarrassing pimples? You will pause. But people that are doing this don't even have, like I said, the skill. They just tell you, uh, the ones I've seen, even on our adverts, they just come, they put their own. Uh, say bye bye to pimples. That's the. But like I told you, fear, fear and vanity, I love those two emotions. Use fear to catch people, use vanity to catch them. Fear. Um, okay. Do you have embarrassing pimples? You still. Maybe fear, kind of. But vanity. Do you want to become spotless in five days? Of course, not possible. But you just catch your attention. You cannot ease later. Possible. People buy. Emotions come first. It's now later. You now be rationalizing it with logic. Just now think about it. Five thousand. What if I buy it and it doesn't work? That's the reason people don't buy. But the emotions are going to burn. So, it depends on the level you are. If you have enough money to advertise, please advertise. Then your skill, if you are advertising and you don't know how to advertise, you're just dashing Facebook money. Have you imagined it? Facebook is free for everybody. For every quarter, they tell you they did clinic company on this quarter. They did clinic on this. Find out this is the richest youth in the world. It's number, whatever. It's in top 10 richest. People waiting to go. <laughs> my one error is in his money. My protocol is in his account. Because I'm paying to get traffic from him. He has large audience. Billions, almost half of the world is on Facebook. No quarter. I need to buy something billion people on Facebook active. And you have a business and you're looking for customers. You understand? For micro businesses, organic, like I said. For small businesses, paid and organic. But you know your goal as a micro business is not to die here, it's to move here. Then later move to big business. When I was going to launch the black soap and everything, I was doing research. I saw a company that sells that makes black soap was acquired by Unilever for two hundred and seventy million dollars. He gave me a shot. Yes, yes. Yes. One day somebody come. Me, I'm not too expensive. Just give me give me ten percent of that. Twenty-four million dollars, twenty-seven million dollars to buy my business. I will give you my stuff. 
for free. You don't pay them. So organic traffic. I said there are two types of traffic: organic and paid. We have to rush now. Um, so if I don't finish my slides, it's not my fault. So social media. We said social media is first. Networking, digital. Sorry, sorry, I use that word. What do I mean? You don't have money. If you don't have money, you should be humble. You should have humility. So we are a chairman. You see that now? Who's on Instagram here? At Tunde North. Please check my. At Don Jazzy. My place. Can you check my freestyle to your latest beat? Digital. When you say someone is as kissing or pot kissing, like. You're trying to baba baba. You have to do it's real also. If you don't have money, you have to do it. You have to be following people, sending direct messages to influencers, reposting their stuff. You just want to catch their attention. Who knows who they are really? How do you think it you? Yeah, I saw the story. Said he did one skit that he didn't even think the skit was funny. And Ketensha reposted it. His life changed. There are some guys, Kabusa Oriental Choir, whatever, that they sing hip hop, choir. Don't they not retweeted them? Don't just retweeted them. Pa, your life don't change. <laughs> AY Life is bringing them to their show. So you don't know when you are going to get attention, when you are going to catch someone's attention. But some of us are just, who does that song? Boasty. I don't like, even in real life, I don't do ask this and like, I beg, Baba. If you don't value me for that, so reposting, conversing, but it's not possible. Some of us we still have mentors and bosses to do like this. Stuff. Commenting, like I said, is spam when you when you write comment that is not relevant to what. But seriously, if it works for you, I bet you don't. Just don't do it on my own. Whatever. Sharing third party content, that's social networking. You are meeting people, you are showing them what you got, you are, you are telling them you like what you have. I don't mind showing on your small 500 followers, you are reposting someone that has millions of followers already. But there was a time, Nindeki, there was one year, Nindeki, she just picked people, like five or ten, she gave them money. She said those were her top commenters. So if you do know this, like, you me. this idiot, she's full of herself. What did she get? Even big star self, don't like my. I only read to Calm down. So, book recommended, Crush It. Gary Vaynerchuk. Who knows Gary V? If you don't know Gary V and you're an entrepreneur, then you should reconsider your career. Sorry, it's not that. Just go and Google Gary V and start following it. So, he wrote the book, Crush It. It's about, say, you know, get money. You want to also. That's mad formula. Then, in 2018 or 2017, I'm not sure, he wrote Crushing It. Crushing it, it's crushing now. Show the example of people. I, I told you, I told you, social media was still very new in 2009, and it was now saying some things. Use it like this, use it like this, use it to get this, use it to get this. 2019, now came back, boasty like, I told you, I told you, I told you this one. I, can you see how many stars have risen up? Like, almost every week, there's a new star online from social media. He now showed example of people that follow this principle to become stars on social media. Like your business, he's saying she be spending like eight hours on social media doing what? Guess you can guess doing what? Going to influencers, sending them offers. I make great air. I can be making air for you once a month for free. 
Why? I tried it for like, he said you should do it until you do it for 100 some people, don't complain. I did it for like 5, 10 people and nobody gave me a reply. Yeah, I can mention their name. Ellen Paul, she was launching on Ellen Paul Academy. You free strategy advance, brother. But I shaggy, shaggy ways. Getting Don't let me leave the remaining. None of them replied to me. So it can be very frustrating and discouraging, trust me. But if that is your also, you just have to stick to it. Keep doing it until you do 100. Don't complain. If you now talk to 100 celebs and not one gives you attention, then you can start complaining. Let me say 200. So, content distribution. When you write content on your blog or website, you have to distribute it. How do you distribute? You post it online, you share it, you amplify it as posted. That's when you add money to post it. Even as a micro business. You can't say you can't afford ten dollars in one month to at least boost what is working. What what do you boost? Like I tell her, if you have, if you find any, like the one that has hundred likes, that's the reason people are liking it. I think we even have a new record. That's the reason people are liking it. Boost it. Put small money there. Boost it. Let it run for one week. Thousands of people will like. Guess what? Some of them will start following you. I like something. I want to get more of it. So, um, boost it. Then listening. What do I mean by listening? You want to follow hashtags. You make air. You do makeup. Follow the hashtags relevant to your, to your industry. See what people are doing. This is when you are listening and following hashtags that you see what other people are posting. That's how to track what people are posting. Things you can comment. Add valuable comments. When you are commenting, don't spam. You don't have to sell directly. Say something like deep like that. Then they will follow you. Why follow you? What do you do? Okay, if you see a comment that is deep on social, what do you do? You click on the person and wait. What's the first thing you see? The person's profile. This guy get brain like this. Don't open it. I'm a lawyer and social commentator. But don't wonder. No wonder you had this correct like this. Let me follow you. So when someone clicks, when you see hashtag skincare, someone is sending something, someone complains, pimples wants to kill me. Don't write. Buy long reach products. Long reach products is going to remove all your people. Give person one mad tip that you can't find anywhere. Do this, do this, do this, do this. Your pimples will go. Push off who you be. Those guys click on your name. Skin get and follow this. You might not get more than two, three of those followers in a day. But that's how to build organically. You are not paying. You are not you are not spending money. And you'll be shocked that person will just go through your product. People are, people are crazy. Why do you think I'm a man? I'm doing skincare. Uh. Um, follow hashtags, follow trends, especially on Twitter. And do feedbacks. If you're not listening, you won't hear when someone is saying something bad about your product. When someone is saying something bad about your product, imagine, like that skincare expert, I'm not going through your product. I don't see one product that you say is going to remove mine. Remember, I didn't even advertise product. I don't see a very picture. Why do we do people's comments? The product that I bought last two weeks, instead of looking at it, added to my problems. What we do, you pick race. If you had seen it, if you're not nice, you can delete it. Please delete it. Sorry. Let's forget that this time. Delete it. But you should still be able to undo it. Go to that person's inbox. It's something that people have seen already. Reply there, don't delete it. But me, I don't pay my brand because I'm paying money for advice. I delete. I don't pay it like that. I'll still message you and try to 
solve that problem. Even if it's to refund your money, they go. I have millions to make. I won't get 9,000 and I will spend my business. So you have to listen. Handling feedbacks, then criticisms too. Someone said rubbish about my on my heart one day, and I asked, "Is Kamas Kinikon Kinikon? Sorry, have you done business with us before?" Said no, but people online like, ah. so other people are outside abusing. Ah ah, you've not tried it before, and you are calling them scammers already. So you must always listen. One of the things I do last day before I sleep, me that I know I'm spending money on ads. There is this app, Facebook page. I just go there. I check all my comments. If I see any negative comments, I address it. If I see any spammy comments, someone trying to say me, I'm selling something. You want to sell your uh, father? I delete it. Selling. Four things you must be doing on social media: networking, um, listening. If I listening is almost number one. Listening, networking, selling, and influencing. Influencing, aka content distribution, whether it's video, whether it's audio, picture, infographic, text. You must always do that. Then the fourth thing is selling. Advertising your product organically. The fact that you are not paying someone to advertise does not mean. The fact that we don't mean saying you should do content distribution, but does not say you should not sell. There must just be a balance of these four activities. Sell your stuff. You are not in the world to campaign yesterday. How many extra minutes? Time up. So, uh, can I have five more minutes? Thank you. Content marketing, regular and consistent blogging. See, my biggest strategy in business is content. Trust me. Okay. So. I sold over 1,500 of that imported products. I've sold our new products. I think we should have sold over 100. And we launched this. Oh, we're now in a new month. Happy new month, guys. So we launched it in May. Like it adds. Not of May, we sold like 100 already. But guess what? I've never advertised any product directly online. No. I've never advertised a soap online. Never. What I do, I advertise a blog post. The blog post has to be deep, like conk. Now put a call to action. The call to action tells them to go and download a book, not even my product. They download the book before they see my product. Imagine someone saying like that. I know it sounds risky, but the truth is, I can just put the product under the blog post. Because it takes skills to go from. So, regular and consistent blogging. I, I didn't write anything email. Regular and consistent blogging, high quality content, you can't just write anything. Search engine optimization, you have to put keywords that you are targeting. You have to put it inside your content. Keywords you want people to, keywords you want to use to attract people. For example, moisturizer. I now went back to the, to the article. I think we're number two. I now went back to the article. No, we're number one. But Google has this snippet, like the most useful that has pictures, they'll put it at the top before they list others. I wanted to be at that top. Now I went to change some things, change some topics to include Moisturizer in Nigeria. I just said it like, when I checked it later, we, we owned that snippet. So search engine optimization is about thinking, how does my reader, how does my audience think? What would they search? Whatever you come up with, 
pepper your content with it so that Google can notice what this content is about. And when anybody searches it, it comes up. Um, social media optimization, what do I mean? You have to put the like button, the share button, the what? If I share something, I'm trying to tell my people, okay, I like this thing. This thing is quality enough for your time. Please go and check it. Social distribution. Whatever you write, go and use your one to post it on social. Post it on Facebook, post it on Instagram, post it everywhere. Twitter, everywhere. Um, what else? Comments. Yes. On other people, like I said, don't spam comments. Don't, don't spam unnecessarily. Go to stuff, content related to your stuff, and put a valuable comment there that will make people attracted to you. So, um, another thing is email. We blog every week and we send to our email. I don't know why I didn't put it here. Email distribution is very important. Then, search engine. I won't be saying much on because I've already explained quality content again. Social sharing. You are, send, you are sending signals. If Google says that a post has 50 something shares, another post has 20 shares, which one do you think they will? Google's, Google ranks content based on usefulness. And how does a bot, a computer, how does it know what is useful? It's these signals people are sending. People that are they spending time on the content? Do they click your content and leave immediately? You are telling Signal your bounce rate is high and you are telling Google your content is not useful. It's not useful as you think. When people are spending time on it, they are sharing, they are commenting, they are liking, then Google will rank your, your content higher. Search engine optimization on page and off page. On page is basically putting all the uh, keywords, putting your meta tag. Sorry, there's no time to. You can go and Google all these things. Then um, guest blogging, you write on my post on my blog. Then below what you wrote, I, I write it that okay, this post is by a social person. So I'm giving you my audience, and search engines would see your link that we put there. It makes them think your blog is quality enough. Email marketing, list building, like I told you, I built a list. So that have been so that have been one of the best things that happened to me. If no problem like imagine 60% opening my offer there ordinary 2% and we were making multiple six figures list building newsletters periodic and consistent my audience or they already know people will mail us I'm always waiting for Tuesdays because I know I'm going to get tips from you you have to be consistent no matter what if everyone is going to fall even if it's five minutes to 12 I will send an email that Tuesday we'll send a blog post then broadcasts, if you have announcements, if you have promotions, launching something, you broadcast it. Product launches, promos, automated sequences. And I told you, when you enter my list, I follow you up for 50 days. It's automated. I don't have to set your mind down. Send it's automated. Um, these are things you can get from your email platform, and you can easily Google. So um, I've spent time here already. Paid traffic. Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, you have to pay. When you get to that level, you have to pay for traffic. Social ads, that's paying the platform for exposure. Search ads, Google, YouTube. I told you, someone that is searching is more serious than someone you went to meet on social media. Display ads. This one is almost like social media type. When you're on any blog, you see ads by Google being displayed. The influencer marketing. The brother Shaggy's, the, the Insta blog managers, the people that have a huge following on social media already. 
if you show for you, you know your offer is good, pay them to announce to their own audience. That's how, in fact, I'm beginning to think this month I'm going to do more of influencer marketing. Then paid email promos, like influencer marketing. These people have a huge email list and you have a good product for the audience. So me, no matter what you give me, I ain't doing that, no. But some people are open to that. You pay them and they pay, they, they send your um, stuff to their audience. Now, very, very important. The fact that you are a micro-business does not mean you should never spend money on your business. And that includes advertising. Why? You can't grow without some form of advertising. Even if it's on a limited budget, like I said, $10 in a month. It's not too small. So funnels now, I think I have to close here. Um, okay, sorry. Okay, let me just talk about this slide. Other slides, maybe I'll find a way to send to, you have your emails and stuff. Okay, so, so this part, what's a funnel? A process, a system through which you move people from strangers to customers, preferably automatically. Your funnel has to be well optimized and automated. What am I saying? I told you I've never advertised my product before. I advertise a blog post. So what's my funnel like? You're a total stranger. You don't know me. You've never heard of Bill Crest or brand. You're on social media having fun. Then you see something that slaps you in the face. Bah, what causes acne? I have acne. What causes it? Let me see it. You see my advert. You get interested in the topic. I think it's going to read more on the blog post. You go to my blog post to read it. When you get there, I tell you, okay, this is why you have this problem. If you want the solution, download this ebook. I gave you tips for free. You download the ebook. Then I tell you, okay, yes, the ebook has great tips, but I have the shortest cut, which is a product you can use. You don't even have to read my ebook. There's a product you can use that's going to remove this, that's going to solve this problem. Sorry, that's how I, I qualify my customers. Someone that sees a strange ad, follows it to blog post, downloads stuff, that person is qualified enough for me to advertise my stuff to. So you must have a funnel. You can't start funnel, awareness, consideration, conversion, from prospect to lead to customer. From, like I said, you see an article, social media or blog post, you sign up, you become a lead, then I show you my core product. Then I can still try to upsell and down. What do I mean by upsell? I have other things I can sell. If I have other things I can sell to my list, for example, I can sell to them. If you buy my soap, I can tell you, I even upsell, I tell you, if you want to buy more, that's my upsell. But if I have something better, maybe a serum, maybe an injection, people are desperate. I must say you take advantage of people's desperation anyways. So, what am I saying? Awareness. I have to be first aware. I have to first know you. Do you do business with people you don't know? Even if it takes one minute to know the person. It's like awareness, consideration, conversion, prospect. There are many names. No like, trust. I have to know you. And then I like you. If I can trust you. That's the only time I can buy from you. If I don't trust you, trust is one of the biggest reasons people don't buy. So... Arrange your funnel. Don't just sell directly to a stranger. That's the essence of what I'm trying to say. Don't just sell directly to a Obviously, you need a lot of products to fill your funnel. Never sell to a cold stranger. So, measuring our optimization. Thank God I, I talked about it. You have to just measure. There are many things you can measure. 
measure your traffic, your social media following, your boundaries, blah, 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 blah. But guess what? Wow, I like this. Um, sales and profits are the most important metrics. Forget every other thing. Likes, all those are vanity. The most important metric is sales and profits. Tools for Google Analytics. You can always Google these things. Just by social media dashboard. I like the bottom one. Your statement of account. That's the sweetest measurement. So how does it all come together? This is second to the last slide. You have to implement everything I've been teaching you as a single strategy. You don't read my blog post and go. And I'll be looking for opportunity to give you my book to download. No. It's a line, it's a straight line. You see my ad. Offer. Don't forget about offer. Right product, right? Offer is from bottom, top to bottom. If I don't offer you something good, you never click my ad. You never read my blog post. So I give you something very nice. That makes you leave Facebook or Instagram that you're already gossiping on and brings you to my site. You read my blog post. You like what I said. You don't like dropping your contacts, but you drop your email to get what I want to offer you. You go there. Nobody loves dropping money. But you see, drop my money to get your, your money, sorry, to get my product. It's a straight line. Then make sure you automate it. As we are talking now, if I go and check my, I'm sure we would have had others. If you don't have others, you would have had leads shining down. Now they don't play it. People like free stuff. When you do all this, you enjoy unlimited sales and growth. Conclusion, this is the most important slide. Ultimately, the business that can spend the most to acquire customers wins. Yeah, we're talking micro business. You can't, you don't have money to spend now, maybe. But this should be your goal, including yours. You want to get to that level where you have it. It's not that after all those your hustle of comments and everything, you now spend all the money. Keep some money and have an advertising budget. Start increasing it gradually from ten dollars in a month. Now go to twenty dollars in a month. Before you start doing fifty dollars in a month, you get to a level where you do like forty dollars per day. You have people that are doing hundreds of dollars per day. I can't wait to get here. Trust me. Thanks for listening. Thank you very much. Um, sorry. I I believe we have learned a lot. I, I for one, have learned a lot of things. I have to write down here. I think one of the most important lessons that I have learned today is the fact that digital marketing is not just social media. Um, for, for many of us who are micro-businesses, when we think of digital marketing, we usually think of Instagram, Facebook, WhatsApp status. Basically, those things. And I was talking to the person that was sitting beside me that I didn't know email has that potential. But all of a sudden, I was also remembering that there have been stuffs that I am conscious of because they keep sending me emails. For example, say um, she um, she leads Africa. Oh, those people are good. And somehow, I'm conscious of even if I don't exactly do anything with them. Like you said, you know, you were saying that she was saying that his money is in that person's hand. It's just they will collect it because they are in they are in their do you understand? For example, they send me as in they are one of my most consistent I receive I don't know how many emails I receive from them every week. But I'm just realizing the effect they've had on me because somehow they are in my subconsciousness because of it. 
I I I know that many of us um, will probably look at some of these things and they look like uh, what me just do my own Instagram. Is it not just one or two customers or three customers per day that I need? But the truth is that if you plan to um, take this thing further, you you have to start considering all these things. I was very glad to know what SEO means for the first time. By what it means, I don't mean the acronym. I mean as in the real meaning, I've heard it again and again, search engine optimization, I'm like, what, the, what are they saying? Thank you so much. Thank you very, very, very much. I, I'm, I hope I've learned a lot of lessons, and I hope um, if you have questions, please, you can let me know. I, I will just, a number of things that stood out for me when it was saying, it was saying that everything you pay, you pay for ignorance. For me, that's a very important lesson. You actually pay for ignorance. Don't engage in price battle. Your right person has the money and wants it. Yes, I think another another uh, mind shift for me was the difference between want and need. You know, many of us we we, we try to package our product as as need because we think because you need it you should buy it. But I realized I was right. If I have a headache, I will not buy Brastamol. Trust me. I've had plenty of headaches this year. I can't remember ever standing in front of a counter to buy a prastamon. But by taking coke, yes. Even though they say I should stop taking it, but I want it. You know, the understanding that when you, when you, when you understand that people will go for what they want more than what they need, you would know how to package your product more as they want than they need. I, I was, and I was talking about vanity and all of that. And myself and Dr. Wesley, I was saying, this is what some of these big brands said. Since I quote Stone, that's what they say. Really. You don't need ice cream. Trust me. You do not need it. You will not die. Nothing will happen to you. Even, you even you even save your money. But because they have they have made you feel that it makes you better than your neighbor, basically. You know, you snap, you have the it's a want. They've painted it as a want that sort of increase your social status in a sort of way. That's why it's almost impossible for people to go to Coastal and not snap picture. Because it's, it's not really about the ice cream eventually. It's about the social status, really. It is. And all this tiny, tiny understanding helps us know how to, no matter what you are doing, package what you are doing such that you would be able to paint it as what people want, not even necessarily what they need. You know, I was a friend of mine used to say that let's go to the movies. Who know that we are? It's what we can watch at home, but it's overpriced. But fish and go is the experience. Remember, I used to wonder what is really the experience. It's not as if you can you can't talk to your neighbor inside the movie like that. Like, what's the experience really? Okay, big screen. We put it on projector. But how many of us have gone to movie this year? I'm sure a good number of us must have. Have I? Okay, yes, I have. Sorry. Yeah, so one of the important things, this is the last um, segment of the meeting. One of the important things he said, when we were answering the question about the perfect offer, when we were trying to find out which was the most important, how many of us remember the five things that make a perfect offer? Messaging. 
So right person, right product, right price, right messaging, right movement. And he was saying how right person is the most important. Plus right, plus right messaging. You know, um, I went, I was somewhere last weekend and I was showing now my notes that a number of the things I was saying now were some of the things that we actually learned. It was, it was, it was really funny because one of the things I actually wanted to share, so it's making it connect. I realized that a good number of micro and small businesses are not very aware that not everybody is your customer. Is the reason why people still do that? I saw one. I saw one picture, I'm sure a number of us have seen it. It was passing through WhatsApp and maybe Twitter. They were saying, and out of beef and envy, some people will not patronize even if they are selling long and prosperity. That many of us in that picture. As, as, as nice as that thing sounds, it shows a mindset that is wrong for business. It's because that person thinks everybody needs to patronize them. That somebody is your friend does not mean the person is the right person for your business. It's as simple as that. You are saying something that is five thousand naira for one, and you have a roommate who would never go to Teda but cook and indomie by herself, and you want to market to one, and you are not angry that she's not buying. She can't buy. It's simple. For example, it's fifteen five soup. I cannot buy it. No, this is me being realistic because I don't price all those things. I was telling her that was the highest amount I ever spent on soap in my life. It's not up to 10% of that, ever. Because it's not, so I'm not, even though we can become friends, I'm not the right person for his, his, for his, for his cost. Do you understand? I'm not the right person for it. So if you understand it that way, you, all this funny social strife that we used to have, you'll be vexing with your friend because they didn't buy from you. It's nonsense. They are not your customer, simple. So, and that's, we want to do a kind of exercise. For people who have been coming, you know, we do something that we call Know Your Business, where we do some kind of questions to um, help you dig deep about your own business so that you know the action points that you are leaving this place with. Because we understand that it's good to see all these things. And there's a way that you can get to, and you, all, you know it. But eventually, it does not. It does not make sense to where you are. So um, we are going to do know your business, but in a different way this time. There's, you can see there's no question, there's no there's no sleep for questioning and all of that. What we want to do is what I, I will call it something like customer discovery. Because we have come to see the reason, we have come to see that the right person is the central to all these things. That means you must identify the right person for your own business. Whatever you are doing, one of the first things you have to do is to identify who is the right person for my business. So I will not be wasting all these things that you have been saying. You know, be doing organic traffic for people that don't need it. Then also, before I go there, there's something he was saying. I'm not sure how many of us picked it. He was talking about email. You know that the process, his own strategy for it that was on a straight line, it starts from tips. It starts from giving people tips. Then it takes them to their to the site, they download this book. Then inside the book, they now find the product. How I many of you have noticed that that thing is telling you that before you can sell something to people, you have to give some people some you have to give those people something for free first. That's what I learned from that. Before you can sell and people will actually take you seriously, you must be interested in 
giving them some value first. Not even before they even give you money, before any exchange of money at all. You are do you understand? I don't know if you understand. I don't know how we're going to be applying these things in our business. I don't know what your own business is. Are there things that are there some kind of values you can give to a stranger that will make him interested to become a customer? Okay, for example, um, Bimbola runs Mia's tradition. Um, it's a local, how do you describe it? It's a local food. We make local foods. It's a local food in industry, so to speak. So I would probably suggest to her that is there a way that you can, before you can even start thinking about the person you buy from me, is there some form of, it can be just knowledge, for example, that's what they do. Do some research about something that people don't know about your product and now it's going to help them. And start with that. Let that be the face value that it makes first. That way they are interested in even listening to you. They know that you are not one of those people that want to come and scam them. Is it your they find it a little bit easier to trust you. Because it sounds like you're on their side. You are for them. You are you are interested in their well-being much more than you are interested in selling to them. Do you understand? Okay, so let me come back. So we're going to do a process of customer discovery process for each and every one of us. I wanted us to do it in groups before, but I think that might take a lot of time. So I hope all of us have a writing material, even if it's just your phone. We'll actually do it practically. Yeah. Um, I, want, I want us to, for whatever you are doing right now or whatever you plan to do, I want us to go through the process of identifying who the right person is. And not just identifying like, okay, and Tola or Shevun, the attribute of the person. So that by the time you see the person next time, you know that, okay, this is the kind of person I'm looking for. He, he called the customer avatar. Um, where I was learning, they call it personal. The name is not the most important thing. Is the, call it customer avatar, call it anything. We're going to actually do it. That's why I brought out this board. There was a way I was taught to do it, and it actually made sense. Can every one of us see this? Everybody can see this, right? Should I move it here? We are going to give a description to who your possible clients are. And we are going to go really detailed about it. We are going to do name, possible gender. If it's both, no problem, you can write either male or female. Um, name, gender, um, age, say, what the person like, hobbies, 
um, the person's fears, um, let's say the person's general hopes in life. I know it's getting deep, but you, you, we're, we're trying to do something here. You understand as we're going. The person's general hopes, um, let's say, the person's hope for your product. I hope you understand what I mean by hope for your product. What, if the person ever buy your product, what do you think that kind of person will be expecting to get from it? Um, there's something else I've not written. Come, I wrote it down somewhere. Okay, let's put occupation. That way you can you have an idea how much the person can have to. Let me put occupation somewhere here. Occupation. Name, gender, age, or obvious. And Mr. Yomi, is there any other thing you think I, I should add to it? Desires. What's the name is hopes and desires? I don't know, sure. Okay, maybe hope might be that you want to become professor later. Desire is that you want to pass jam down. Okay, do we get the difference? Desire. So I'm going to give each of us, say, like 10 minutes. Whatever business you're doing now or you hope to do. Or you hope to do maybe later, sometime later. Just write all of this thing down. Think about it. What? Just give the person a name. Give the person a possible gender. Give the person a, an age or a range of age. An occupation. The person's hobbies. What do you think the person's possible fears can be? Fears, generally, left. Maybe a student, maybe a secondary school student, and his fears that she will stay two years at home before she enter university. Do you understand this kind of things? Give the person hopes for your product. For example, if I'm buying your product that is a clothes, my hope for it is that it can actually prepare people. Prepare them gang is why I'm buying it. So I don't need your, I don't need your decency. It's pepper them gang. If it's not peppering them, please put your product. Do you get? I'm just giving this as examples. Then desire. Let's work with this first. So I think 10 minutes should do. Then we'll compare notes.
I think a couple of them I seen this in a few minutes, right? You seen this in a few minutes? Can I see your hand? Are we done? Anybody needs more time? No, okay. Yes, so we're done. So this is what we're gonna do. What I would have loved us to do was that we pair up and exchange what each other has. I don't know if that can still work. I think it will facilitate, but I think we should just let everybody I think like four or five persons who I know have not said anything. I don't think you have said anything today. Begin right, okay. Um okay, let me let me give you. My name is Enya Beatrice Fuller. Um I hope to run a fish farm business. Okay. The name <laughs> Fish Home is the name. Then okay. Uh, okay, let me just say Shoma. So the age is within the range of twenty-five to seven years. The occupation Okay, I intend to sell to second floor, like those that own restaurants or eateries. Those are my main targets, the main markets. Okay, and their hobbies we include cooking. So, their fears what I think we did, their fears we did, the availability of the fish. Then the hope 
Okay, their hopes include I'm selling something fresh and I'm selling health to them due to the nature of the fish. Then the hope for the product is continuity. The, okay, let me, then their desires is still the same thing as my hope. I'm selling health to them. Thank you. Thank you. I'll, I'll get back to you. Are we? I'll get back to you. Okay, you want to share your own? Good afternoon. My name is Yvonne. I want I would like to start with it, with why I am choosing this particular business, a business I'm aspiring to start up soon, which is baking, cake making in particular. I'm choosing this particular business because over time, over the years, I've ventured into several businesses ranging from sales of makeup products. Well, during my undergraduate level, I sold tire products to people, then jewelries. I've done so many things like clothes sales and all that. But I noticed that I want something now that is sustainable, something that I would put a brand to. It interests you to know that I'm not a cake person. In fact, I don't eat cake. But I ate this particular cake from me from a baker that I could like, anytime I think about that cake, it's like I feel that the taste of the cake in my mouth, I still feel it, even up till now. Like, one every, every bite is an encounter. <laughs> it was so, so, I'm telling you, it melts in your mouth as soon as you put it. I've never tasted a cake that good in my life. Yes. I wish I wish it was here, seriously. So I I had to chat her up and told her I because um, lately I've been thinking of a business to start up myself. So I just thought about it. Oh, this is a good thing to start up. I could do I could do a lot from it. I could do cakes for weddings for I could do desserts for people. So I thought about it. And that is and I've I've started that up and we're starting our classes very soon this month hopefully. Middle of the month. So that I will do. That is I don't know. Okay, the name of my customer should be, my possible customer should be Edith. A female within the ages of um, 18 to 30 or more. Okay, let me say, okay, okay, 25. Her hobbies should be socializing, dancing, meeting friends and all of that. Then her fears should be not getting value for whatever she wants, or the fear of prizes being overpriced or something, um, getting things are too expensive or something. Then hopes, our hopes should be meeting life expectancy. I know that's a young lady who, who is just probably finishing school or still in school or something. Then. She should, the hopes she should have for my product is getting value for 
what I'm making, whatever it is. If eventually it's expensive, by the time she gets that encounter, that's one-time encounter, I'm sure she would, she would, she would feel fulfilled for for patronizing me. I'm telling you, I don't eat cake, but I ate that cake. And I was fulfilled. I was happy. Seriously. Yes. So, occupation, either a mother, a young mother, or a student, or something. Then, desires is to be able to achieve her goals in life. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. And before I give the mic to somebody else, I, I quickly need to point something out. I noticed the same thing. In, in both places. All these parts, including desire, except this for your product, is about the person's life, not about the person's concern of your product. You know the reason why we, I want you to be concerned about the person's life? Because I realized that when people were talking about hopes, you were talking about it somewhat in the sense of what the person should for your product. You talked about value. I think you mentioned getting value for money. And you mentioned something like that too, right? When I was writing my, I wrote our hopes to be that she become a CEO or something of an African brand. The reason why I want us to be concerned about the person is because sales is behavioral. Sales comes down back to behavior. That's what technology leverage upon. Is that understanding people's behavior and behavior comes from everything about them, their hopes, their dreams, their fears. Do you understand? And that's why he was talking about leveraging on emotions to sell to people because it comes down to behavior. The reason why I want us to do this, apart from this question, is for you to have an idea of the way your typical customer will be likely to behave. So you can know how to relate it with them. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. If you understand how your possible customer, okay, for example, someone like you just mentioned, our hopes can be to become the next Tiwa Savage. Now, how does knowing that hope help your business? Permit me to say this thing like this. Don't mind the way I'm saying it. Someone who is open to become the next Tiwa Savage has to be social media savvy. Has to be someone who um, say someone who takes um, people's recognition as a very important thing. I don't know if you understand. Someone who possibly pepper them gang. So if your product is not something she can, so to speak, used to do some sort of paper dem gang, she might not consider you. But if your product is such that, for example, it's the reason why people do will pay to be featured on Bella Niger. For for someone like okay, for a business like Bella Niger, their hopes, the hopes of their client have to be something around that. People who want other people to know that they have made it in life. So the leverage on that, the idea is, if you are featured on Bella Niger, it's a big deal. You are, even if you are not a celeb, you are a semi-celeb already. So the leverage on that, do you understand why I'm, I'm trying to get us to understand people's behavior? If you understand your client's behavior, you know how to pitch your business to them. 
Do you understand what I'm saying? If you understand your, for example, if you are working with a client who thinks all these people that do likes and follow on Instagram is nonsense. Somebody who their own is wake up in the morning, pray. Do you understand? Social media is distraction. All those kind of people. You can't you can't market to the two of them in the same way. I don't know if you understand. And you're not trying to tell the person that if you buy my product, you know, it will give you some kind of social status like code store. The person does not even want it. Do you understand what I'm saying? So before I will ask somebody else to maybe if you need to effect that kind of correction, the hopes is to understand your client behavior so you know how to relate to them. So can I have someone else? Okay. Good afternoon. Okay. I I Okay, I'm Elizabeth Adewale and I'm a blogger and a freelance writer. So I don't really sell, like I don't have anything to sell actually. But no, 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 I like in the long run I know blogging can be for profit as well. People get brand <laughs> Okay, content marketing. Yeah, yeah, I, I like I get money for writing for websites as well. Okay, I'm selling, okay. Okay. Is that not what something like what you do? Content content marketing, you write for another. Yeah, before it's part of the fire actually I actually writing for Okay. So okay, the customer I'm just saying. <laughs> okay. The name of the person is let me just use my name, Elizabeth. And there's possible gender. Okay, based on what like the way I dress this is based on the website that I have I have. Okay, so the possible gender is it, it both but mostly females, like and the age is let me say twenty. And the person the person likes LDT, likes to be productive, just likes to live this happy, balanced, awesome life. Now, the person hobby is mostly reading, then just being creative, writing, probably watching, just person that likes creativity, like videography, stuff like that. Then the person's fear, they feel maybe failing, failing or not being able to achieve his goals. No, the person's goals. So the person hopes to live a happy, successful life. That's just the person's hope. And the person's hope for my product is that when the person visits my website, they find tips to be productive, to be career like inspired, just to live this happy life, just a balanced, wholesome life. The person's occupation is most is a, like a student, somebody university, just graduating, stuff like that. So that I think the desire is mostly the same as the hopes. So that's just it. Thank you very much. Um, I hope you you can please sit down. I hope you notice something. What's your website about? What do you do on your website? Lifestyle tips, inspiration, product. I could already I could already tell from the kind of customer she painted. I don't know if you understand. That's the whole point. So you know that is that is the place where you can find those kind of people that you'll be putting your links. You're not going to go and be putting your link among people who want to they want to jams. That's what they want to do. You don't no seriously, you don't have so much business with them. Because what's the one about productivity? Do you understand what I'm saying? 
this is trying to get us to really think about the kind of people that are supposed to are supposed to be facing. So you not be wasting your time and energy trying to get everybody to be your client. Can I have two more percentages? Have I called again? She obviously wrote. She obviously wrote a personal. She she wrote it in the line of people, not customer. Because when she was writing, she felt she had nothing to sell. So she was writing in terms of web visitors. So that's why she listed students that cannot afford a uh, service, obviously. But the truth is, from what she was saying, from the things she was listing, the person that fits into those things are actually people that would need freelance writing services. For real. Like, with some little adjustments. Someone that wants productivity, that's why I would hire someone else. When I want to enjoy life and I want to be doing something else while you're writing my stuff for me. It's actually a very good thing. Another thing is that I think um, another kind of personal for you are career people. People, since you talk about life skills and all of that, people who are possibly bothered about time management or have a lot of things to do, they need tips on how to manage their time. Those are your kind of people. Now, that's the second thing I was going to say that has helped me. I forgot. And it's saying helps me. I think one of the goals for this is for you to actually think about your customer. You can tell now that you have probably never really sat down to wonder the kind of people who may need your services. It forces you to have an imagination of what your customer looks like. And if anything I've known about imagination, I know imagination leads. Whatever you can imagine in your life is where your direction will be. Do you understand what I'm saying? So, um, can I have two more persons? I think some, a guy I've not spoken. Okay, um, Feromi. My business, agriculture. Okay, agriculture. Basically, turkey farming. Turkey farming? Okay, name of my customer, Mr. and Mrs. Sam. Because I can meet Mrs. Sam, and Mrs. Sam will be able to meet Mr. Sam to collect money. She will get interested in cooking that thing. We can take you home. We already led you to another The last thing I wanted was continue. Gender, male and female. <laughs> the way you said it now, I think it will be female. I got You said, yeah, to the extent of um, what's it called? What everyone cannot be your customer. So, my customer, the gender now, you are just a female. Age 35 and above. Why? Most. Most youth, they they won't want to go for what I want to because what I will be giving is live product. It's not frozen one, the one they import. So the youth, they prefer going for something that does way. We will break it immediately and they can't be start killing and other things. I'm still coming there. They can, they can. <laughs> They can't afford the amount that I'm using the family. And you know, when I use the 
Okay, maybe when I get there, you I will see you explain that part. Then OP, being natural, eating fresh food. When you look at the name Sam, if I put a day or I put some kind of name Sam, you already have the money. Is <laughs> is not like he, he will just give his wife money that take. I want to eat something fresh. Omar, like, he will dictate what he wants. So, that I put up It is something fresh. Then, the fear. The fear. Earth problem. The fear is Earth's problem. Like, with what he gave, if I'll be creating content and everything, I'll be telling someone why they should eat a fresh, a live turkey than imported one, frozen one, that has been, you know, preserved with some chemicals and other things. I'll be that my content to be with. Can I, can I okay. okay. Other than saying that you write content that will tell people why you can use it. That was interesting. Why not talk about LBU and LBU? I don't know if you understand. If you come from a person of why frozen dog meat, Consumption and it should be able to like should be able to preach healthy food to other person. Okay. So is yeah. yeah. So the occupation employer. <laughs> I, I believe employee like employee those are receiving salary other things. The the way they the way they budget their amount they don't. Have you met any of these people? Maybe because I'm not there. Maybe because I'm not there. Okay. People that have people that have people that have money. Is there a way you can string it? People that have money. No occupation. Just choose one. Just choose one. It's just an example okay. to give you a, a perspective of the person's behavior. <laughs> 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 okay, the, the desire the person have to like the person have to like it. <laughs> Before you can hope for eating your dinners, you must like it. Okay. Thank you. We have time, everyone. I'm Prince Paul, and 
I want to actually talk because I feel I would learn a lot by talking on this. Um, I'm thinking of going into engineering consultancy. And what do I mean by that? Um, maybe let me limit let me limit it to buildings. Before a house before a house is built, the architect designs the house and then sends the plan to the consultants. I'm actually doing internship around the area right now. So, for instance, this room, there is lighting, there is air conditioning, there is a water supply system for the toilets, the drainage system, and all of that. Now, that's part of the work of the engineering consultants. And that brings me to plan. Okay. Sorry. The name of my customer is Mr. Okiki. Obviously, a man, a male, at an age of 40, is an importer, importer and exporter of products. Yes, his hobby is relaxation. Then, two fears, waste of money and feeling. Yeah. Then general hope actually to be a successful man and his desire is to own a house of his own. That's actually where I draw this in. Now for product, hope for product, quality assurance, reliability and on time delivery. The design versus open part is confusing people. And this is the only person that has gotten it right. Your hope is long term. That sometimes wants now. For example, when I was writing my own, I wrote something like, okay, because I'm interested in a property, a real estate, whatever, whatever. So I wrote it that my hopes, person wants to be worth at least nine figures in real estate investment due to appreciation within five to ten years. Then hopes the person will make right decision in purchasing property that would indeed appreciate but the desire great property in choice places with potential to appreciate now it's shorter his hopes is that by 10 years uh, the property i've been buying for so so would have become maybe 10 times but his desire is actually find those properties now properties that have potentials to appreciate so he said the person the hopes is like living large, not failing, and stuff like that. But it's not to own. So, I, everybody's saying it's Do you get the difference? This hope is long-term, desire is short-term. We need to wrap this up. Our time is already hope. So, I will not be able to... I, I really wish I was able to take everybody. Such, even if it's not take everybody, let everybody discuss. It was going to take a lot of time. And there's a last thing I want us to talk about in customer di discovery. These people... In your customer discovery, you must be able to identify these people. It might not apply, not all of them might apply to you right now. But for bigger businesses, you eventually get it. But for now, at least, these, these four people should at, least, should at least appeal to you. The payer, the consumer, the influencer, the saboteur, the decision maker, the recommender, and your early evangelist. The payer is the person that is paying. The consumer is the person that is using your product. They are not always the same. For example, 
who are the consumers of say indomie indomie children basically that was their target market but who is the payer exactly do we get sometimes your payer there are some kind of products that you must understand where your payer and your consumer might not be the same for example if you have identified okay i will link this this and this up now if you have identified your possible customer behavior to be a slave queen person by slave queen i don't mean the people that you know you know they say there's no slavery and slave queen no not that one i'm talking about slave queen the person that is actually interested in using what she has permitting to use the word to get what she wants you will know that if you are dealing with that kind of person the consumer and the payer can never be the same she will be the one to wear the wig but her boyfriend will buy it i don't know if you understand i'm sorry some people are looking at me now this sister i'm so a christian no don't worry i'm just being realistic these are these are real things in business you must be able to identify them so that you the idea is for you not to waste time and energy on people that will not that will not become your clients you don't need it like you have said you do not need everybody you don't we have eight billion people in this world you don't need all of us you don't if anything said it's better for you to have 10 customers that can pay 500,000 naira each than to have 100 customers that want to price it to 5,000 seriously so your payer your consumer okay for example payer and consumer difference showed in that kind of thing was saying the other time how he want to target the woman even though he thinks it's the man that will pay why he was saying mr and mrs do we get payer consumer influencer influencer can be consumer and influencer can be payer how do i mean i'll use i'll use this example again we will not go into i'll just explain this thing you answered you try to figure them out yourself. So you probably write down this list and try to answer them in your own spare time. Um, influencer can be payer or consumer. I will explain. In this case, um, let me use the classic case of pay where it's the woman that is going to buy from him, but it's the man that is paying. There can be a family where it's the woman that, the other does not care what he eats. It's the woman that decides that, okay, I want my husband to do healthy living. So she's the influencer. Of the decision of buying or not. There's a mother family where it's the other one that say chicken mufel. Do you understand? So in his own example, the payer is the influencer. For example, um, in cases of the kind of case I talked about in terms of wig, um, wig where the get the lady buys. I hate that I'm using the example. It sounds very sexist, but please permit me. The lady buys and, the, and maybe the boyfriend or something like that. Most likely, what's the guy's own about the week? He doesn't even know what, what is on. So the real influencer is the consumer. Do we understand how these things can change? The influencer is the person who actually makes the decision of buying. The reason why they are coming to you in the first place. It can be the payer, it can be the consumer. For example, another example is the Indomie case. The influencer sometimes in some family can be the children because i had my niece and nephew that used to say they cannot eat any other thing but indomie like it has to be particularly indomie if you buy golden penny or you're on your own they will not eat it too i think they've changed now i remember those times it has to be indomie so in that situation they are the influencer i'm not buying them because i like indomie it's because if i buy another one they will not eat it but in another family it can be the parent that say golden penny like mulagbara the do you understand 
your saboteur is is something like your competition. Uh, how do I explain this? You know what it means to sabotage something? Like the person that can make them not buy from you. I don't, let me quickly say that when people think of competition, you think about it in terms of I'm selling data, you're selling data. Let me use Femi's example. So you're my competitor. It's not always true. That's the truth. It's not always true. For example, if you're selling cakes, your competitors alone are not bakers. Your competitors include every other person. How do I say this? Every other person that your clients can choose to buy something for to have the same feeling they want to have from you. And that's why behavior comes again in this matter. If the behavior of your clients is such that it's not really about for you, maybe your behavior is because you want to eat something good. For somebody's behavior, it's not the reason why they are buying for you is not because they want something good. It's better than that. Is that your brand has a big brand, you know, one big name, and say, ah, I bought from this person. Do you understand? That's the whole reason. That's the, that's why you have to understand the behavior. If that's the reason why the person is buying from you. Any other thing that will make the person be able to say, I associate with a big brand is your competitor. I don't know if you understand. If the person is buying your cake because let's order to feel, you know, your, your bank is very big. I want to associate with you so that I'll be able to put on Instagram that my cake, cake, you know, all those things that they be in Bella Nadia, makeup artists by Ashoki, by all those kind of things. If you have that kind of person that is a client, the person can choose to do something else. Say, go to the movies. The person will still snap there. And say, say, I celebrated my birthday in. Or the person can choose to say, go to Coldstone and snap there. So, in that case, Coldstone is your company because the money that she should have spent to buy cake from you, she have used it to go and go to Coldstone. Do you understand? The reason why you need to need this, know these know things is so that you will position yourself to be able to stand above it. That means if your client is going to choose you over, that kind of client is going to choose you over Coldstone. You have to tell, you have to have something that possibly person does not have. I don't know what it will be. And you have to be able to portray it to that person. For example, if it's somebody that likes good things, every bite is an experience, like you said. Ah, hey, Jesus, encounter. Ah, how deep. As they say, you know, encounter is deeper than experience. Jeez. Okay, decision maker is like influencer too. Um, how do I explain this? There's a tiny difference between it. The tiny difference is like the case where you and your friend, because your friend likes something, the person can influence you to buy it. But even if the decision lies with you. Do you understand? For example, in the case I explained before, let me use this example so that you make. Example where I used to where the decision maker is, say the husband that wants the chicken, right? That wants the chicken and say, wife, this is what you must buy is chicken. The husband is the influencer, right? But the wife is still the decision maker. How? Yes, the husband has said she wants the chicken. But she can decide to buy, instead of buying 2,000 chicken, she can decide to buy 1,000 chicken and 1,000 fish. She still give it the husband chicken. That way they have reduced your own sales. Do we get do we get the difference now? Um recommend that recommend an early evangelist are the same thing. So these are most of the time they are people who are already your clients who can refer you to other people. 
Um, I think that should be about it. Um, okay, please, if you want to Recommender can be put someone that has tried your stuff and someone that has not tried it. The only evangelist is someone that has tried it okay. and it's tell you. Because I just I have a situation where um, I did a seminar with someone and I met her there and since that seminar she has referred two people to me and she has never um, used my service before. Can you get what she said? Thank you. So I think we can all write Try to figure out these things. The whole idea, like I said, let me come back to the goal all over again. The whole idea is for you to be able to really, really, really understand who your target market is. So that your digital marketing, if possible, can be focused on them. Be in those people's faces. Not your roommate that is not that you want to be fighting with that she's not buying from you. She's not your business. When you understand the kind of people that you are looking for, then you can focus on those people. Your what kind, whatever kind of um, marketing you want to do, email. I think we should actually take that email seriously. Like I, I, I'm still surprised at the power of the email, and I'm surprised that all along I've been captured by it, and I did not even realize. As in, it's like a, it's like they have brainwashed me, and now they are now my eyes is now open. Like wow. People, <laughs> seriously. So remember the things that we learned. Um, digital marketing is beyond social media. Social media is included, but it's much more than that. Work on websites. Yeah, spoken about it. How website is not as a, as much of a big deal as you think it is. Email marketing, person to person. By the time you know the person you are looking for, when you meet them, if it's an event, you know the kind of people you want to go and talk. So when you go for all those networking events, you don't look around. You already have an idea of your customer avatar. Just look around. You can see one that is dressed well, but you know that you dressing well. You can know the kind of person you are. You, do you understand? Thank you very much, everybody. Is there any other person that has a question or anything? You have a question. I just want to say that I would like to get your contacts and your resource person. Uh, probably your, your, your mail, your, your social media handles. Yes. Plenty emails here. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So, ah, yes, Kat. No, is she only one person you want to give? That's what I think. You know what? Let's do it this way. Why not quickly type it somewhere on your laptop, on the wall, so that we can project it? I think that works for everybody, right? Thank you so much, everybody. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, yes, one last thing I wanted to mention. Two last things. If you are still interested in the business registration that is going on, the CSE 50% discount, I think it's going to run till, is it this month or July? I can't remember right now. Um, and you have, you, you need to know how to do it. Please see me when we're done. I'll, I'll give you a link that has a step-to-step -step, um, way of doing it. You can do it on your own. Like you don't even need anybody to do it for you. That's um then there's the second thing. Thank you. Okay. What's Facebook? Oh, thank you, thank you. Yes, yes, thank you. Yes, um E Um Good afternoon everybody. Uh, my name is uh, Farai Ayokunle. Um, about the uh, Facebook videos, there are like 80 videos 
and they are like a kind of course uh, material. Uh, if some of you have been familiar with taking courses online, like um, uh, Udemy, all those online yeah. courses, yeah. So this is like a simplified step-by-step uh, -step, uh, procedure on how to learn everything about uh, Facebook marketing and, and everything. So I'm giving it out for free, but I also want to add an incentive. I actually um, followed some of the principles of like I'm giving okay sorry so I think he has already um he has already got in my strategy actually I'm giving you a video for free and you're also going to download an app but the app is just uh, an online marketplace just like OLX and other stuff so the app is going to be another additional marketing strategy for you. Uh, the name of the app is Wakanda and uh, yeah, I don't know whether you heard about it. So it's like a new thing now and uh, it's, how many of you have used uh, OLX here? Like you are familiar with OLX. So it's, oh, sorry, nobody has used OLX here. At least I want to know the numbers. Sorry. Have you used OLS yet? Yeah. Okay. Wow. Well, I'm shocked. Okay. <laughs> I'm really, really surprised that. Okay. OLX is one of the platforms that actually brought me to the market when I started my business. My business is ball trading. I don't know whether some of you know about it. When I just finished school, that when I just finished NYC and I started my business, for the first six months or thereabouts, there was virtually no customers and all that. And I remember a friend of mine introduced me to OLX and told me that go to OLX, advertise your products and all that. I was I was actually doubting it, like OLX is an online thing now. How does it relate to it? Um, what I do and all that. So, but OLX gave me like 80% of my customers in the, in the recent